All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. Looking for a high quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. Extremescoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops.com Hey boys and girls, we are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing review from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Chocolate ship shape and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at S&W Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one-on-one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, contact Chuck at S&W Shooters and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I imagine rum not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, 
violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, we're back, we're live, the fine print's out of the way, it's time to roll with the show. You are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting and Treasure Hunting Radio for all the really cool digging people out there, and... Boy, I'll tell you what, now that the uh, notification is out for people that follow the show, the chat has just blown up. We didn't mention the guest, uh, we didn't mention the guest Wednesday night, we just alluded to the guest, and we didn't mention the guest in the promo tonight, but the guest is mentioned in the title, so you all know the name, you all know the company, we've got Debbie from Mind Lab on tonight, she's actually... In Tennessee. Hard to track down, but we finally got her on the show. She's always so busy, and we're just going to jump right into things and get her on in here. So how is it going tonight, Debbie? It's going really well, Josh. I'm glad I could finally be on. Yeah, it's been a while coming. I mean, the the Manicore was released, the Equinox 7 and 900 were released, then we got blindsided with the Xterra Pro, and now the ProFine 40 is coming. So there, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, not to mention the uh, Masters of Metal. Yeah, they're trying to keep me busy. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe a little too busy. They need to get you some help out there. Uh, you know what? There's help everywhere I go, and I can't thank people that step up and and assist any time that they can. So it, it's a really cool thing. And as you know, the metal detecting community is one very large family, and mm-hmm. pretty much everybody does whatever they can do for everybody else. So I don't mind going all the places and doing all the events and things that I do because I get to see some people that have become good friends and meet new friends and just enjoy talking to people that have the same passion I do. Well, you definitely do have the opportunity to do that, for sure. And uh, you you always seem to have that inside scoop on what's coming out. I mean, it's been an exciting year for MindLab so far. It surely has. I've been, I've been with MindLab now a little over eight years, and this is the biggest year we've ever had with releases. Yeah, a lot of things going on. Uh, but the, the I before the Manicore, I think it was the uh, the GPX six thousand. Correct, and, six thousand, and then before that was Equinox or no um, Vanquish. Right after before the six thousand, and then Equinox before that. Right, and it was nice to see the uh, release of the seven and nine hundreds, and and see that uh, MindLab expanded that uh, VDI range. Yeah, a lot of people were requesting that. There were a lot of things that um, that the engineers really took concern over, as far as the comments that customers were coming back. Um, a lot of people had said that the eight hundred for them, or the six hundred and eight hundred were a little bit nose heavy. And so with the new design of the new arm cuff and on that is actually on the 700 or yeah, the 700, the 900 Manticore and on the Xterra pro lifting up your arm cuff about an inch off of the shaft 
allows your arm now to be completely parallel with the shaft, which just puts it in great balance. Well, they they are very well balanced, that's for sure. Picking up the manacore, it's it's it doesn't seem to be any heavier than the Equinox or any of the other lightweight machines out there on the market that are available to us today. But much like the CTX, you really don't notice the weight because it's so well balanced. Correct. It, it's just a nice, smooth swing that you get. Definitely. And they they really kind of stepped up the game with the headphones on the Manicore. Nice wireless headphones. Yeah, those are very nice. We had a, a version of those headphones um, came with the 6000. And then also the um, SDC 2300 had a plug-in version of those same, those same headphones, that design. And everybody loved them because they were so comfortable. So it was nice to see them put it on the Manticore as well. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. And the, I mean, the Manticore hasn't even been out all that long necessarily, or readily available, I guess I should say. Uh, I guess the distributors have, have been able to fill their back orders, and now it is a in-stock item. Availability is good. And already... MindLab had issued a software update for the machine and the headphones. Correct. That, and, yeah, that, that came out about a month or so ago, a month to two months ago. Right. And the way it sounded, anybody that I have heard talk about the Manicore, the software update pretty much resolved any complaints that I was hearing from anyone. Yeah, there were people, you know, complaining about it falsing at depth. And part of it is because the machine is, with the multi IQ plus, the machine is very sensitive. So by, so they added the stabilizer on it and then you can adjust the stabilizer. It, it smooths everything out. And I've not heard anyone complain about it since the update. Right. It seems like. It has it has smoothed everything out. It is a serious competitor in the field. Uh, definitely a good machine. Any idea on when the accessory coils may be available? Because I know right now the distributors don't even have a part number for them, I believe. Correct. I believe we'll see some of the coils um, coming in uh, September. That's when oh. we'll start seeing the, the, um, uh, those come in. They're going to be constrained because there's a lot of demand for them already. Right. Well, and that's, that's the way it seems to go. You know, availability is, is very slim at first until distribution is up and running. Right. I mean, our main goal was to make sure that we got as many Manticores out and fill the back orders as soon as we can. We would have loved to fill them sooner. But we did what we could. So um, now that they're out and more available um, to the public, and now you've got the update that they can work on more of the accessories. Right. So does that mean then that we should hopefully be seeing wireless headphones for the Xterra Pro soon? I don't believe we are going to. So the the Xterra Pro can utilize either the ML eighty five or the ML one hundred five. 
It's the same right. operating system as the 700-900 in Manticore. Um, oh, okay. I don't, I don't believe we're going to make a, a separate headphone for, for those. Now, there's, there's a couple things you can do. Because um, some people have asked me what other headphones they can use with the 700-900 in Manticore. Because if it's really hot out, they don't want the big ear muffs on, you know, for sweating and whatnot. So there's two things you can do. You can look at the MindLab uh, ProSonic that will make it wireless, that you'll have the speaker box, and you can plug headphones into that box, but you're not connected to the detector. Or what I've done is I went on Amazon, and I ordered an APTX low-latency transmitter, and then... That plugs into the detector, and then you find an APTX low-latency pair of earbuds or behind the ear or whatever you want, and that those will pair together. So the transmitter is plugged into the headphone jack on the detector, and then you can use all different kinds of headphones. So you could use um, uh, ear, you know, earbuds, things like that, and it's not too expensive to do that, especially yes. with, you know, carrying the Xterra Pro it's an entry level detector, you know, to, to spend, you know, $200 for a pair of headphones that could be difficult for people. Absolutely. So there I are agree. ways around it, what you can do, but you that the most important thing about that is it needs to both. You can buy it. You can buy a set of headphones with a transmitter that are both APTX low latency. But if you want to be able to have a variety of headphones to use with it, you can buy the transmitter alone and then whatever low-latency headphone that you want to pair it to because it's pairing to the transmitter, not the detector. Nice. But yeah, the most important thing is they have to be a, both the transmitter and the headphones have to be APTX low-latency because I've tried it both ways. I bought transmitters and then hooked them up to my AirPods and I was getting late, latency issues because the, because the AirPods are not low latency okay so that's the both of the transmitter and the headphone have to be low latency well that sounds like a good cost-effective way to make your xterra pro wireless then and for people that Correct. may be because i know people have wondered and and for people that may be asking the dealers that that definitely answers a good question for them if they didn't already know about that which we've got Chuck on with us, and he caught all of that. So if a customer asks, then he will know. Yes, and I appreciate that. I have been telling them to get with the they could check out the low latency earbuds, and so I've gotten them and are using them. And then uh, others uh, have tried uh, using another brand to hook up, and it's not working. So. Um, of um, sending unit, so uh, go, just go get those earbuds and. Uh, but I don't have individual brands that do work. You're going to have to talk with people and see what they've gotten. Right, yeah, and trans- you got to like, have the transmitter. Right. You got to have the transmitter that's low latency. Yep. Because I tried it both ways just to see what would happen. So, but they both had to be low latency. And then you yep. can, and then and those that'll work on the on Manticore. It'll work on the Xterra Pro, and it'll work on the seven hundred and nine hundred. Yep. Wow. So I you had can... I had uh, yesterday a gentleman contact me about trying to link his Manticore to his iPhone, 
And I said, I that won't, that won't work. I don't think. Go. No, Equinox. Because does he have hearing? Was it because of hearing aids? Yep. Okay, so on the, because it's a proprietary audio system uh, on the on the Manticore, as yes. well seven and nine hundred, you cannot pair to Bluetooth hearing aids like you could with the 800 and 600. However, that's why we put vibration on the handle. Okay. Well, so I, I sat along to him, but he was still going to reach out to my lab. I said, I don't think you're going to have any success they, they don't. looking it to the iPhone. Because I asked, I asked that the first thing when they came out, but that's why we also put the vibration on for, for individuals with hearing disabilities. Okay. Well, and the uh, the vibrating handle is also proven to be quite an asset to the water hunters as well. Yep. So exactly. that's a nice plus. If you don't want to have the waterproof headphones, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and I'm sure that there are plenty of people in the chat wondering, what is up with the Profine 40? So we announced that on Thursday evening, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes. On Thursday evening. Um, it's great. I have a sample that I've been playing with, and the, the retune button is great, and it works really quickly. Um, so we will start shipping those, I believe, this week. So they are in the, they are in the state, so no one's going to have to wait long for them at all. Oh, good. Wow, nice. So none of this, uh, oh, well, we've got the pen pointers. We're just waiting on chips or something like that. No, we've got, they're, they're sitting in my warehouse. So I, nice. believe, I believe we'll start shipping immediately. I believe, I'm going to say up till Wednesday. It, I would think, and I don't know this 100%, but they'll ship next week. At some point next week, they will start shipping out. Wow, and, and, and I believe sooner than later in the week. And what I is the what uh -huh. is the price for those for our customers? Those are one thirty nine. Okay, that's not bad at all. That is definitely not bad at all. And way to uh, roll it out, announce it, and they ship out the following week, basically. Although. Be patient, folks. I mean, there, there's, there could be interruptions in shipping and things like that. Well, as of the, what is it? I saw in the news tonight on the midnight hour of the thirty-first of July, UPS is planning to go on strike. Oh my! Oh, that's not good. So, well, so there could be shipping right. delays. There, there could be shipping right, delays, right. yes. Uh, I do have a FedEx <laughs> account. There we go. There's, there's not going to be a month, you know, a month long wait to get them. Okay. Because they are already here. So. Good. Thank you, Debbie. Nice. My pleasure. Way to be on the ball with that, then, because it. Yes. The uh, the advertisement is very catchy. I like the design of it. It's very sleek looking. It looks like it's going to work out great. And after seeing the the uh, performance of MindLab's 
previous pinpointers. I'm sure people are going to like it. Uh, yep, yeah. this one. Yep, this one. This one they're rating ten percent more depth. Wow. As opposed to the Steph, other profiles. Yes, Steph Tangay and um, Lori uh, Dirty. I believe it, she's Dirty Hands. They each did a launch video, so I would suggest people watch it because they did. They do a side by side. Or Steph does a side by side comparison with the thirty five, and I love my thirty five. I was thrilled when the thirty five came out. Yep, but this one's even better great. than the thirty five. Great little pinpointer. Nice. Yep. This one's even better than the 35. But the 35 is going to stay in the line. It's not going anywhere because that's still a very, very popular pinpointer. I can see that. Yeah, I've, I've got the 35. It works very well. Definitely. And for people that may be confused or may not understand exactly what's going on, because we've seen the posts, we've seen the announcements, we've heard some people try to explain it, <clears throat> but it would be better to hear it directly from you, just exactly yes. what is the Masters of Metal competition, and when will that go on, and how is that going to go? So Masters of Metal is going to be a team competition put on by MindLab for anyone who detects. You don't have to have a MindLab detector as long as your team has one BLS detector because everybody's doing things. That, the way your team works is you don't have all four members of your team out in the field at the same time. So what we, what we did basically is we ran a test. We wanted to make a competition of metal detecting and make it challenging. It's not, it's not easy what we're doing because uh, hopefully eventually down the line, this will become a global, global event that whoever wins the U S will be sent to wherever we're holding the world championships this year, Josh, as I was saying before, this year, it's kind of medals of master, the light version. So we did a test in Florida in May and changed a lot of things because we really don't have, have a roadmap of what we need to do, both from a legal standpoint, from holding a competition standpoint. So we had to learn everything. We initially were going to have an event this weekend in Tennessee, but by the time we got everything approved through legal and marketing, it was just too close, and I didn't want to do it and not do it the way I'm envisioning it. But so... A basic breakdown. You'll have a team of four individuals plus one named alternate. And we've had people that have registered and want to choose an alternate later. The reason that we're not doing that is I want to keep this as fair to everyone that's, that's entering. So that's why the, it's a named alternate ahead of time. So there can be nothing said that somebody brought in a ringer or, or, or things like that. You got a team of five. Whether that alternate actually physically participates or not, they will get the same prizes as the four team members that did participate. So let's say, you know, you're, you have a team of four and someone becomes ill. That alternate can now take their place and you'll, you'll still can handle the, get the full range of points for every competition. If that makes sense. 
Okay. What we're going to do is there'll be so we're going to have three of three competitions. One will be in New York on August fifth. Then we're going to do an event in Florida um, in October, and then one in Arkansas in October. The first, second, and third place winners from each of those regional events will then be invited to come to Alabama for the U.S. championships. Okay. And so what they're going to is... compete in three contests. Okay. So they're going to compete in three contests. One contest is an ID your target. So we have two back-to-back fields set up with 20 targets on each side, and they're different on each side. One team, one team will come up to the area where the ID the target is. Two of them will go in, one on field one, one on field two. They'll have five minutes to identify 20 targets. And what I did is to take any objectivity out of it is you'll have one through 20 with a line next to it, and then you'll have 25 choices of what it could be. So you look, you go over target one and then look at the list and see which one you think it is and put the number of that on under number one and so on. The teams will then be judged. The way we're going to rank the teams are number one by a total team accuracy score. And then there'll be a second, a second point value for the total team time limit. So if somebody finishes under 20, uh, 5, 10, 30, 20 minutes, which would be, you know, all their team members going the distance, you'll gain, based on how quickly you do it, you gain other points. So you get two points for that. Okay. From 30 down to zero. Then the other, the other um, competition will be a token hunt. So that will be an hour long. But what we've done is split it up. So instead of having 120 people in a designated area, one member of each team will go in for the target hunt, token hunt for five minutes. As they come out, they go cash in their, excuse me, go get their tokens counted. Team member goes in for two minutes. Then when they're done with their, with 10, 10 minutes, I'm sorry. When they come out after 10 minutes, team member three comes in for, I think it's 15 minutes or 20 minutes. I can't remember. It totals an hour. So as you get down to the last team member, the fourth team member going in, they have 25 minutes because it's going to be harder to find tokens than the first person that was in there. Right, because other people have already removed targets. Already found them, right. And this way, by staging, alternating the people that are in there, we're not waiting for 120 people to be in line to count their, their tokens. It should only be 30 by the, the end of it, and then we total them up. Top team gets 30 points. The lowest team gets one point. Okay. So that's competition number two. Right. Then competition number three is called a claim jumper. So we'll have a field, and we'll have 50-foot sections of the field marked off, four 50-foot sections of the field marked off. There will be one member of each team in each section of the field. So in the first section, the person might have to find a colored pull tab. I might have 200 pull tabs in there and there's only 50 or 30, whatever I put in, colored pull tabs. 
So not only wow. because they're all going to sound the same, every podcast is going to sound the same. So there's going to be a, it'll be a little luck involved, which keeps some newcomers or people that have just started within the game that they can still participate and have an opportunity to win. Right, yeah. Well, I can play it could take that. two minutes. It could take ten minutes. Have a good time. Correct. So then once yep. they have found the, the object they have to find, then the judge will let their team member in the section, second section go find whatever it is they have to find. It could be they have to find a buffalo nickel amongst a whole bunch of other nickels. But wow. that, and that's going to change at every event. Nothing's going to be the same. There's different colored tokens for each event. There'll be different things in the target ID for each event, and there'll be different items in the claim jumper for each event. So the first team that gets all four, to- all four items in the claim jumper will come to, I have a little red square, and it's like um, for Amazing Race. When Phil welcomes you to whatever country you're in, I tell you what place you're in, and then the first team that finishes gets 30 points all the way down. Now, what, what occurred in Florida, which I thought was very interesting, I didn't have a time limit on it. And it was extremely hot when we did this. And we had no shade where the field was. Oh. And I was trying to call people off the field, and they would not leave because they didn't want to leave their <laughs> teammates hanging out there. So... That's why we have now come up on the claim jumper that it's an hour long is the max. After 30 minutes, if your team has not found all four tokens, all the team members can go in and start looking for them. Because the the teams that are going to find it are going to be the higher teams, then they'll find them within the 30 minutes. If at the end of the hour, you still haven't found all four of the items, you will get a point for each item that you found. So you still get some points. Okay. Uh, so I got a question. Competitions we're gonna have. Yes. A couple of them for you, Deb. Coil size. Are you limiting to stock only? Or are you going to no. go large? Whatever they want to use? Whatever you want to use. Okay. The only, the, only, the only specification on the detectors is that it has to be a VLF. Right. No okay. pulse inducting units. No pulse detectors. <laughs> oh boy. That's the only that's the only restriction. It can be any manufacturer, it can be any detector, any coil, as long as it's not a, a PI machine. Any okay. any extra points if the team that's doing well is using Mind Lab? Well, I'll smile. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, there you go. You know, I want this to be inclusive for everybody. Because right. this this is a hobby and a sport, and it's supposed to be fun. Okay. So that's what we question. keep trying to tell you. them to use shovels? It dep- yes, so it will depend on the field, the arrangements we have made with the fields. So right. right now, if we had done Tennessee, they were going to limit us to a hand digger. But in Florida, Arkansas, and New York, it will be shovels. And when I say we did a token hunt in Florida, the tokens weren't on the surface, and they weren't two inches down. Some were eight inches. Some were four inches. Wow. Six inches. There you go. See, that was going to be my question, is how deep can we expect the targets to be? But, wow. It's going to be a variety. And, again, going back to it's a competition. It can't be easy. 
because ultimately, if this goes globally next year, the team that goes to wherever we're going to have the world championships needs to be able to represent the U.S. And represent best, well. You know, best team here. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, and this and is a chance for people not, to show their skills. And to learn what they don't know. Because mm-hmm. when we did it in Florida, I thought, you know, we'd have a lot of people, you know, just there were a lot of things we had to change. It took longer than I wanted it to. It was hot out. People were so grateful of doing it and were so thrilled to do it because I like this is the first real test of what I know how to use my metal detector. Right. Oh, there you go. And, and you know, no one, no one complained that it was difficult because they understand what we're trying to do. Right. So, you know, like I said, it's a, it's a, it's a light version this year by having only three competitions. In my mind, I'd like to have six to eight regional events next year. So we cover the West coast, central, you know, and East coast. And then have a re have a championship that has the winners from all those regions. And in, as far as the events that they perform, the competitions that they perform, I would like to have at least a minimum of six this year. It's three. That's why I call it the light version. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. We're still going to be tweaking it. We're still going to be, you know, trying to make it the best we can. Cause we don't know what we don't know. Right. And next year we should have, a really good grounding and foundation to do more next year, which is what we want to do. So if people were to want to put a team together and register, how would they go about registering? What is the registration cost and what are the prices that they can look forward to if they win? Okay, so that you would want to go to the Masters of Metal Landing page, and I can give you the um, the web address now. It's at mindlab.com slash USA slash Masters dash of dash metal. Okay. And that will take you directly to the landing page, and it will show you how to register. You choose which event you want to register at, and we are limiting it to 30 teams. So 30 teams total? It, 30 teams total. Okay. Because per we're hunt, doing right? The, uh, pardon me? Per hunt? 30 teams yes, total 30 per, teams per, per, hunt. per hunt. Per location. Okay. okay. 30 okay. teams per location. You can only compete in one regional event. So you can't you can't compete in Florida and then go to Arkansas and then go to New York. You're allowed to compete in one event, in one regional event, and we're going to have a maximum of 30 teams. And again, okay. this is so we're not overwhelmed and we make sure it's running smoothly before we get the number too big. That makes sense. And what is registration for, for something like so that? The registration is $100, and that covers your entire team. That's and not every bad. Team member, every team member will get a Masters of Metal hat, a Masters of Metal t-shirt, and a Masters of Metal um, carry bag. Just cool. for participating. They don't have to Just score high or anything. Right. Nope. Everybody, gets, everybody will get the same thing. 
So wow. everybody the understands the there's four hunters, but you have a team of five for an alternate in case one of the four cannot make it to the nationals or beyond. Right, Debbie? Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. And and once the alternate comes in, the person that they replace cannot come back. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And again, the reason is trying to keep it fair. That if someone's really good at target ID, someone steps out, lets the alternate go in for that, and then somebody that's a little faster in finding tokens or whatever comes back in for ah, the other. That so makes that's perfect why it's four sense. Main members, four right. main team members and one named alternate. Now, I've got some other questions that have popped up in here I'm going to address for people. Uh, one asked if there was age divisions. There is not. So it will be one team. Um, you have to be 16 years or older to participate. Okay. And if, and that's something, you know, that's, that's a very good question and point that maybe as we develop this more, we do do different divisions for kids or whatnot, but there is a, when you go to the registration site, there is a parental, um, a parental form for anyone under 18. Right. Okay. And was was that all the questions that you had saw that you were trying to get addressed, Chuck? Yeah, right now uh, there were several others in there and there's some answers coming up here and there on them. Uh, Steph is in there. So, and then um, you, but the best thing is to go to the mind lab site, as Debbie says, read about right. it because I've already pretty much talked to a few people and they're very interested in putting a team together. And I'm sure Which that one we're uh, going to, we've got to figure out yet. Right. And, and I'm sure that Steph can, will be Arkansas. Try and I'm get sure. Arkansas. I'm sure that Steph can probably put the link for the uh, Masters of Metal Landing page in there as well right. for people that, that are interested if she hasn't already. Um, but say say your team, I don't know, they they show up in Arkansas or, or either of the other locations and they move on. <clears throat> then eventually they wind up in... Uh, I believe you said Alabama. Correct. And when they compete there, uh, what what is the the price package that they can expect? So what's going to happen is for every regional event that we have. So at at um, New York, Arkansas, and Florida, the first place team will receive twenty five hundred dollars and a medal. And that's wow, traveling money. Help, and that's exactly what it's for, is to help compensate for them to get to Alabama. Okay. Then the second place team second place team will get fifteen hundred dollars and the third place team will get eleven hundred dollars. Okay. So we'll have first through third at Arkansas, New York, and Florida. Right. So at the championships we'll have nine teams. Right. The and winner horrible. of the championship will get a trophy, and each member, including the alternate, will get a manticore. Wow. That's, yep. that's Barb not a... the link. Everybody was asking for a link, so it's there. Oh, okay. Outstanding. Okay. Happy birthday to Barb. 
Yep. Uh, that's that doesn't sound like too bad of a way to spend a hundred bucks. No. And when you that factor in that that covers the whole team, between, right? It's splitting. You know, it's twenty five bucks a person. Or no, less than that. No, I it's twenty add. bucks a person. Yeah, who told me to add? Well, <laughs> stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> who who knows? Might have but been KG. Who, I, yeah, that no, that's trouble right there. Um, <laughs> yes, I also it wanted is. to mention for people um, for for. Florida and Arkansas were tying together with, in Florida, the Central Florida Metal Detecting, their hunt, as well as in Arkansas, the Treasure Fest. Is it six this year, Chuck? Is it uh, Treasure Fest six or Treasure I, Fest seven? I think we're past six now. It might be six. Well, we're tying with them. So if you want to compete in their hunts, participate in their hunts, our competitions will work around we're working around when their hunts are so right. not only can you come to and compete in masters of metal but you can also do the hunts at both of those um at both of those uh sites but registering so for it, their it, hunt does not register them for the competition correct and registering for the competition does not register for the hunt right Okay, I just had a question like, for you, Barb. Have the opportunity they could do it. Barb, Barb. Debbie, I've got a question for you. Come up sure. online here. According to their site, the Tennessee Regional is going to be this weekend. I think you addressed that earlier about it not being for some reason. Too short notice. So what happened is we had, yeah, we had, we had talked about it before right. we came on, Chuck. Um, by the time we had gotten all the approvals for legal and got the marketing designed and updated, it went up on Monday and it was just, it was too soon to try to pull it all together. Yep. So instead what we did is we changed the event here because we've been here in Chattanooga for the weekend. We made it a come and see what it's all about. We set up a mini target ID area with the timer. So people can try that. We had a gold panning competition like we've had, we had at uh, detecting the heartland, and just to yep. let people see what what was going on. So that's what we did this weekend. Nice. Cool. Yeah, good. that it was. It was just too short a notice, but uh, you know, kudos to people though because there were people that registered. Yep, there were. I was surprised they found it because I had a hard time finding it. <laughs> but. <laughs> But what we did, what, what I think is really cool, what we did, initially, only first and second place were going to get prize, the prize money and invited to the challenge. So we took the prize money from this one, from Tennessee, that we didn't use, and we separated it up so that we could add a third place team at all three locations. So now it's, it's first through third place will be coming to the championships. Right. Nice. Okay, Scott McClory posted up. Treasure Fest 6 is October 13th through 15th. So is the Arkansas Regional. Uh, that is 8 to 5 Saturday and Sunday. So how can, how can you do both events? He doesn't get it. So what we're going to do, so what we're going to do is, I, I know on our, on our landing page, I think it has times 8 to 5. Once everybody is registered for each event, we're going to set out a timetable. 
like a, a timesheet of when they're going to do when they sh- their team should report to do the target ID and the time we're going to do the other two hunts. But we're working around what Brandon has going. So, so these Arkansas, will be staggered between their hunts, basically. Correct. Correct. Okay. So when Brandon's Saturday hunt is over, we're going to take over part of that field, and then we'll seed it and everything for the token hunt and the claim jumper, and then we're going to have the target ID the target set up, and teams can just come at any time and do it before a certain time, which I'll pick on Sunday. But we're kind of every every event's going to be a little bit different because of the amount of days that the event is. Or so in New York, we're doing everything in one day. So well, my thinking is, and I'll I'll verify it once I send everybody out the the, the note when I get all thirty teams registered is I might have 10 teams show up in the morning to do the ID the target. Then everybody shows up to do the token hunt. Then I have another 10 teams do the target ID. Then every, then we do the claim jumper. And then the last part of the competition are the last 10 teams to do the target ID. And we're going to split it up that way. That way people don't have to hang all day if they don't want to. But I mean... I'd love to see the teams come and tailgate and put banners up of their team, their team pride, and just have a good time. Right. And how soon will these teams know how they did? Like, would would they know by the end of the day, or is oh, yeah. this something where they can so check not- a website and see who's scoring what, actually, where? Actually, we're going to have... We're going to have a manual scoreboard because everybody liked the manual. Like when you had to go, everybody was standing around watching when I put points up. So <laughs> everyone enjoyed, everyone would gather around and enjoy that. And they were trying to figure out what they had to, how many points they had to get in order to win or whatever. Um, so that mm-hmm. we will have it posted. So after the, the first 10 teams do the target hunt, I will post their, accurate the number of accuracy in their time but not the points awarded because i can't do that until all 30 teams have done it that makes sense after the token hunt after the token hunt after it's all been counted and tallied i can post those scores right away the same with the claim jumper i can post those right away but because we have to separate the 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 target id hunt they'll see their times and they'll see as i post other teams times where if they do the math, they can kind of figure out where they're at. Right, they but can have the a final, fairly decent idea of where they stand. Right. The final ranking can't be done until all 30 teams compete. Okay. And then for people that are, you know, they're just following vicariously or whatever, will they be able to see this on the MindLab Facebook page or on the MindLab website or anything? Yeah, you know what, that's a, that's a great it's a great idea and a great thing because um, I know people are going to want to root for their teams and things like that. So right, plus I it may generate interest in next year. Yeah, maybe we can stream the whole thing. I can put a camera up at the scoreboard and stream it or or whatnot. So I will work on that. If I can't pull it off this year, that's a great thing for next year. But I'm sure going to try to do it this year because I think it's a great idea. Yeah, because I I can see where that would generate interest and it may have that many more people all that much more interested in trying to register next year for the competition. Yep. 
So, Josh, does that mean you're going to come and and host it? Be the announcer? <laughs> there you go, buddy. <laughs> I don't know that, that three events in one one uh, year is that's probably a bit much for me. Well, and I would make you have red hair. So, well, no, I I will keep that. I will keep that in mind, and maybe the next time we both wind up at an event, you never know. Maybe I'll have red hair. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> but if I'm showing up with red hair, what are you showing up with? I got to top that. I'll figure it out. I can't give away everything, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. But I, I, will, I will tell you something <clears throat> about the New York event. So... Okay. Everyone's familiar with the Mind Lab Jeep. Mm-hmm. And Debbie might be driving something different to New York. And we might do a live unveiling of it in New York. Oh, now that does sound interesting. And let me say, my tagline for it is a beast of a ride. Oh, my. Th- that does, Yeah. Now I'm going to have to see what's going on in New York. <laughs> you never know. What could... That's how I'm topping it, right there. Yep, got to keep everybody but, on their toes. Yep. That's right, we do. Well, but like I said, ultimately, overall, this is for people to have fun and to build camaraderie yep. and for people to root for their favorite teams. And and I just I, I'm excited to think about where this could go. Yeah, it's it's like it's kind of like metal detecting's version of uh, football or something. NASCAR. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I guess NASCAR might be a better analogy with the points system. But uh, it it does sound very interesting, and I'm sure that there are going to be plenty of people that are following it closely, if not for any other reason, just to see. You know, maybe they hear it or they read a description of it, but they just don't quite understand how that's going to go down. So to be able to see it all like that as it happens and follow along, I think that would be a nice touch. Yeah, well, I can tell you, we set up the the target ID spot here in Chattanooga so people could see it. And also, I wanted to put my drone up and take an aerial shot so people could kind of see how what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. wouldn't you know I'm in a no-fly zone? Oh. <laughs> the, drone never, the drone never went up, unfortunately. But we did. F-22 shows up and shoots down the trying. drone. Yep. So we did take some some uh, make some content of people trying it and doing it, and so we'll be posting that up, um, probably on the the landing page, and then I will also um, post it on my my net Facebook. Uh, it will get Mind Labs USA Facebook page and then mine okay. as well. So we'll get that up and running, but I just have to do a little edit of it. Nice. Sounds good, Debbie. And for the people... But I love the streaming idea. Gotta yeah, I, that one out. I think it would be a nice touch or or at least be able to, to uh, post up a a ranking of the teams so that people can kind of follow and, and say, Oh yeah, you know, the team that I'm rooting for, they're, they're up there towards the top. They're doing good or something like that. 
Yep, or post some content to, you know, take some video of the token hunt and the and the caching of the tokens, things like that, and then put it up that night. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll figure something out. We will figure something out. Yeah, that, that gives you something to kind of play around with, something to mull over while you're driving to the next event. That's it. When I'm arguing with myself, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> Fit it in between arguments or something. And where where does Debbie go from here since you're in Tennessee now? Actually, I'm I'm headed home and will then be in New York on um the competition is on August fifth in New York. So that'll be my next stop after home. Oh, so not much of a break at home then. No, but I get to pick up a, a vehicle. Uh, well, yeah, that is true. Good point. Yeah. yeah, so you're kind of looking forward to it then. Yes, I am. Nice. And the the MindLab Jeep has shown up at many of these different events. How many miles have you put on that thing? <laughs> well, we have, we have two MindLab Jeeps. So... Um, we have Mind Lab One, which I primarily drive, drive, and then we have Mind Lab Two. So, Mind Lab One is over a hundred thousand miles, and then Mind Lab Two is at about thirty thousand right now, because I've started to drive Mind Lab Two within the last few weeks. Well, I remember uh, you had to have—I think it was Mind Lab One repaired not that long ago. Several times. Yeah, it's mm. having a few issues. Several times. Lots of running around. Yeah, we're hauling the trailer, and really what precipitated the new vehicle was I needed a bigger trailer because I have to have generators, and we have um, timer machines with uh, timers so people can see what the the time is as as people are competing. So there's a lot more things that we have to bring with us along with our normal booth setup, which our booth setup has always been very expansive. So yes, it has. a lot of things we'll be setting up. So needed some more room. So more items for Debbie to unload and break down. and That's it. Oh. So that, <clears throat> the competition sounds cool and everything, but it's starting to sound like this translates into more work for Debbie. No, you know what? I'm really excited about it because it's something really new that that's really never been done within the metal detecting community, as far as I know. So you're kind you of know, going, how can it be work when you're having fun at it? That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Nice. It might feel like work when I'm driving there, but once I get there, it's all good. <laughs> right? Yeah, The it's the drive that... Oh, good grief. And I, and I want to tell you something. I got to mention to you, Josh. So when we did Detecting the Heartland, I put up these timers at the gold panning station, and we had some very competitive people, Chuck, that yeah. were at the gold station. And Chuck did it in 22 seconds, which out of all the events I've done, where I put out the gold pan and have had a gold painting competition, no one's beaten that time. So I just want to praise Chuck. He did Wow. He was a madman. <laughs> well I well, I've I learned, heard from, I learned from Perry Massey. 
And I've heard yeah, he's going to ask for a better person. I've heard he's handled a gold pan a time or two. Yep. And uh, yeah, I think so. There were some stories that he he has done panning competitions in the past. So, so yeah, it's fun. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I did one many years ago know. in Vegas. I did one in Nome, the yearly one, and Tom Massey beat me. And uh, Tom won that quite a bit. And uh, I did another one in Wisconsin at a gold show, GPA show, many years ago, up in Prairie du Chien area. Oh, very cool. But, Chuck, who did you get to beat at this one? <laughs> oh, Granazzo. <laughs> yeah, that that was a good laugh. I mean, Ron talked like he had it in the bag. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I yes, had did. a few sure moments of, you remember when you tried to beat me panning? And you just go, oh, shut up. Right. Well, don't forget, we have photo proof because you made you made Ron stand next to where he had to he was disqualified, and you had the twenty two seconds. So, yep. Um, <laughs> Abby was laughing because all the gals were standing behind me, and when I get yep. to going, I got to move more than just the hands and the shoulders. He <laughs> 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 said, "You have seen behind you." Oh God. <laughs> I know next time to charge, Chuck. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Hey, if you're going to run a gold pan of cha- uh, championship at one of them, sign me up. You got it. Well, I'm sure that will be part of the competition next year. Oh, that'd be fun. I'd enjoy that. Yep. You yeah, certainly made short work of it at DTH, that's for sure. And the and the uh, <laughs> the fun the, the fun thing about this hunt, you're using pull tabs. I can find pull tabs, trust me. There you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's nope. a yeah, that's a given. I'm oh, I'm good at that myself cuz you know, the, there's other things we like to look for that fall into that range. And, you know, I'd I'd rather dig a pull tab than to wonder if I walked on a gold ring. There you go. Well, I'm fully planning. I got to talk to a couple more people. I'm going to put a team together, and we'll have to look at who's available for what dates shortly next year. And uh, uh, this year is out. I've got other things on the plate to take care of. And, And, but next year... Yeah, I'm going to go to one of them and, and have some fun. That's that's what this is all about. That's exactly it. That's exactly right. Well, it'll, it'll be interesting to that, see the list of teams next year. And, yeah, and, and, so and my detect expert out here in uh, Iowa with me, he's listening in tonight. I know Frank's listening in. I would probably sign him up because he can find as many pull tabs as I do. <laughs> now, 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 let's remember, I gave that as an example. doesn't mean it's going to be pull tabs. 
Okay. <laughs> well, lean towards that. I'll find plenty. It's going to change at every event. But, but what's really important is for everybody to remember, if you are interested in doing it at all, please sign up as quickly as you can because there are only 30 spots per location. Right. And if you oh. want to be in it, I want you there. So sign up as fast as you can. So okay. that that brings up a good question then is if somebody puts together a team and say they want to register for New York, for example, mm-hmm. will they know when they hit the landing page if New York is already full and have the opportunity to register for maybe Arkansas? Yes, they will. So it, we have it limited that we will only take 30 registrations and then it locks up. Okay. So once the 30 have been, once 30 people have registered and paid, you won't be able to get back in there. Right. But at that point, they could still try for Arkansas or even Florida. Or or Florida. Yep. Correct. Okay. But they'll know right away if if, if that location is full. Okay. Yep. So that's why they're going to want to make sure and sign up as soon as possible, especially if they're interested Correct. in this year, because New York's just around the corner. Correct. Yep. Okay. Well, have you seen any more questions in the chat that need addressed, Chuck? I'm just going back through them now. I'd stepped out for a minute, and... Uh... Alan Landau says he's talking about Florida, and I'm supposed Steph's telling me I should ask Debbie about her painting. Tell Steph that what happens in uh, where were we? What happens at Bone stays at Bone. (laughs) (laughs) Do you hear that, Steph? (laughs) So I'm not seeing. So, so uh, that's Alan's asking a question about: Do the teams get four scores added up, or just a team score? It's there. It's the four scores total for one team score. So each individual team member's scores will be combined. Right. Okay. So each their scores for each event, but then an overall score. Yeah. So and everybody's get, talking so, about Debbie's beast. That she's going to drive. You never know. You never know. That's cool. August 5th, we're going to do a live reveal. Good. That's you're going to announce the date you're doing that? August 5th. August 5th? There you go. Yep. Everybody, you heard it here. If you want to see her new ride, check it out on August 5th to see the new beast. Yeah. And, and I'm possibly sure. next year we can get Josh to wear red mine mine lab red hair. There you go. Oh, okay. see, you know what? If he does, if he does, I will. Oh, everybody! Oh that? boy, that sounds go. like a challenge. Yes, it does, and that'll be a detecting the heartland, or maybe we'll do it twice. Have you out uh, to Galesburg? I was going to say that uh, I think the next one on the docket is Swing Into Summer. 
24. Yeah, we're going to be doing another one of those, and we'll be announcing date shortly. There's been some consternation on that. But this year, it's been hot all the way along, but our August is, well, we're supposed to be over 100 degrees this week, and that's not feel like it's supposed to go over 100 here in the Midwest. Oh, so you can keep that. Can be really brutal. You can keep that. Yep. What is the temperature in Tennessee? Right now it is 90 degrees. Wow. And it's yeah, on that big dome of hot air coming up to us. So, oh, man. Well, Debbie no. must must have loaded some of that in the trailer, bringing that back to Illinois, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope, Debbie puts the miles on. She works hard, has a lot of fun with all of us, and uh, appreciate she does. what you do, Debbie. It, it, you're good, you're good uh, at what you're doing. Thank you very much. That means a lot. Thank you. Oh, and uh, Frank says it's pretty close to that down there as well. So we're all going to get into this hot weather, hydrate, and stay cool. Yeah. Well, and Debbie's been working on that part. She's been enjoying the air conditioning. That's good. Yeah, I have been since I've been on here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Okay, now we got the new Profine 40. Is there anything else in the in the line that maybe you can give a hint about? Nothing that I'm aware of. I think we've done our job this year. I think you have, but I didn't I know would if say next so. week, like a, <laughs> as I see but, on yeah. our chat all the time, a, maybe a oh the fifty fifty. <laughs> now it's a fifty fifty. It was a forty forty. Now it's a fifty fifty. Yeah, they're all thrown out. The last I've seen was 50-50 or 50 yeah. No, You know what? Nothing that, you know, as much as I would love to share stuff, if I knew, I don't know of anything right now. But okay, you never good. know what could, what could happen. So, Oh, yeah. You never You'd, know. They like to pull surprises. Yeah, I mean, we saw yep. the Manticore, it's then the Equinoxes, exciting. and then just got completely blindsided with the Xterra Pro. That's it. So... And then to see the uh, the Profine 40 just Thursday, and it's already generating all sorts of buzz. And that video's only been out a few days. The information's only been out a few days. Yep. Right. Now, I got one other thing to throw at you, Debbie. You may know something about it. You may not. The uh, Xterra Pro... There were people testing that, that were doing some things with it, and they seem to think it's getting kind of like a multi-frequency push in there that nobody knows about. Is this something that you may know about? No, it's single frequency. It's single frequency. No, there's no Okay, that person's in the chat right now. He swears up and down. (laughs) I'm just just putting it out there. Yep. And um, but that that unit is outstanding for the money. Just free. absolutely outstanding. Oh, great! It's great for the money. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, you, you can't beat the price on that machine. Uh, I I was quite surprised. Oh, and it's just from, phenomenal. From everything I've heard, the uh, the shaft 
that the Xterra Pro is on is bulletproof. Yeah, the shaft is, but you know, there's some people that have to learn not to leave their coil hang out and drag along the ground. I won't yeah, mention anything. Yeah, it's probably not it's that bulletproof. Not good on them, Debbie. They just <laughs> when you're driving <laughs> yeah. sixty miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> mine lab coils can they can put up with a lot of abuse, but they can't put up with that. Yeah. Better ATVs running over them. That doesn't work well. No, that doesn't work either. No. I, I know about that one too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I've I've heard that. Uh, you know, so they, the Alaskan rocks beat the heck out of them. Yeah, they exactly. <laughs> it'll it'll make a mess of a machine pretty quick if you're not watching it. Right, right. But that's the way it goes. And I know we have, uh, I know how busy Debbie always is. It's nice to finally get her back on the show, but we've, we've kept her on here for a minute. Yes, we have, and... Uh... And we appreciate her time. Absolutely. Peace, and it's look looking good for next year. And I'll probably have a team, and I'll sponsor a team, and uh, uh, that team with me. So I'll be talking with some people. Hmm. That sounds good. As soon as as soon as the championships are over in November, then we're going to start right away working on next year. Yep, and that's when I'll be able to sign up for those for next year, right? Yes. Yep. So if you're planning on next year, you can't sign up quite yet. If you want to go to the current events that are still scheduled, if she's not full up on those events, you can still sign up. Correct. As of this moment, we are not filled up on any of any three of the locations. I'm quite sure so when the word gets out better out. and yep. people understand more, like listening to this tonight, you'll get people signing up just for the pure fun of it. And yeah. there's some that will sign up and come. You're only charging 20 bucks per person, and you're giving them a hat, a carry case, and a T-shirt that's specific to that event, correct? Correct. It's, a, it's got the Masters of Metal um, yep. logo on the hat, the shirt. And then uh, the 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 bag that all their stuff will go in also has the logo right. on it. And that's right. more and than twenty dollars right there. Get... That's that's more than twenty that's... bucks right there. Yep. So that sounds like right. I have one other question. Let's say I go to Kadoha and sign up in Arkansas. Can you compete twice in a year? Or is no. It, no, just once a year. Okay, everybody. Just one regional event. One regional event per per year. Per person, per team. So you can't be on one team for New York and then be on a different team for Florida. So it's one event per year per person slash team. Okay. Sounds so basically, good. we want to we get enough. We want to because we're limiting it to thirty teams. We want as many people able to participate as want to. And I know that we're going to fill up very quickly on all of them. And there will be people that unfortunately aren't going to be able to do it this year. But once we get all the kinks worked out, and and we're going to do more across the country, and not just 
in, in the surrounding area here, so more people will be able to participate next year. Good. Good. Maybe we can put something up here in this section of the Midwest close to Chicago. And with the one event per person hey, per acres? team, that's just going along with the whole keeping it as fair as possible. So Correct. for a site, Debbie, what would you consider, how many acres would you need? You know what, it's, so this year, it's, we basically need the area for the, the test, the ID test, and then an area, we're going to use the same field for the token hunt and the claim jumper. Um, mm -hmm. Next year, when we expand it more, we're going to need more area, but it would be hard for me to say what I need right now because I haven't finalized anything for next year. Right okay. now, I want to get through these three, make sure okay. they run as smoothly as possible, and then we'll take what we've learned from here and then expand it to next year. Cool. All right. Okay. But the way it sounds, at least for this year, you don't necessarily need a whole lot of area because you're you're using the same area. Correct. And Correct. what three events do you have remaining this. again so people hear it? So we have... Uh, June, excuse me, July, August, yeah, I'm in the wrong month. Sorry about that. August, August 5th, 5th is in New York. Then October 7th through the 8th is Florida. And then October 13th through the 15th is Arkansas. Okay. And then the championships will be at the Alabama Gold Camp in Lineville, Alabama, the 13th or the 11th and 12th. Sorry about that. The 11th and 12th of November? November. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. So if you're feeling froggy and want to put a team together quickly, you still got time to get in to a couple, several of the events. Yeah, absolutely. And Definitely. and we have a number of people that listen from Florida and the East Coast. So I I could see some of them showing up at one of the events. Right. And then when show when you show up, if you're showing up as a team member as a team or you're showing up as a observer to watch and cheer on, show your team pride for whatever team you're rooting for. There you go. I just want to make, like I said, I want everybody to have a good time doing this. Right. 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 So everybody's got to remember, even though it's a competition, it's a friendly competition. They're out there to have fun. That's right. Well, I'd say that uh, covers everything pretty well then. And we yes. certainly well, appreciate you, you taking time. the time to... To come on and explain that as clearly and concisely as you did so that people are able to better understand this Masters of Metal, because I know there was some confusion going around about that, and right. what better way to to uh, get the scoop than to hear it directly from you. And when, when they go on the landing page, there is an email... I believe it's MindLab events or mind, uh, events at MindLab.com. I'm not sure, but it's on the landing page, that email. So if there are further questions, they can just send us an email and we're answering them as quickly as we can. So we've gotten a lot of emails and people asking other questions. So if there is further questions after the show, send us an email and we'll answer them right away. 
Well, okay. as quickly as as they can, anyway. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's the Masters of Metal team, so there's multiples of us looking at the emails. So it's not like you're waiting for me to get somewhere to take a look at it. Very good. Okay. So chances are good they they will get a response fairly quickly then. Yeah, and we want to because I, I want somebody, if they have a question and want to register, I want to answer the question so they're they're not locked out on being and uh, being out on registering. Oh yeah, good. But point. again, I highly, I know we're gonna, I know we're gonna max out on teams. So if anyone is interested in doing it, please sign up as quickly as possible. Okay, you heard it right, right there, guys, gals. Yep. You if you're interested, get registered. Right. If you're interested, get registered and get registered as quickly as possible. Right. Well, unless ahead, uh, unless you have anything else to add, no. Chuck, or unless you have anything else to add, Debbie, uh, maybe we should get on out of here so that you can get on with the rest of your evening. Well, thank you for the opportunity to come on, Josh, and I appreciate your patience with getting me on the show. <laughs> it's and been a while. Be back. Yeah, can't wait to be back again. Outstanding. Yes. Definitely. Uh, Chuck? Yeah, you know, it sounds like a fun thing to go do. And, and you know, all these events that have come together, like Chicago and uh, Dig Fest over there and Swing in the Summer and Detecting the Heartland and then down in Florida and Kadoha and New York, they're, they're really fine-tuning them. They're becoming a great thing to go to. You learn, you network, you see faces other than pictures and shake hands and talk with people and get a try equipment out, and uh, th that's the way to do it. And this this thing with this uh, Masters of Metal, it sounds like a blast. Yes, it does, for sure. I, I oh, would have I, to agree. I'm going to support it. I'll get a team together, and uh, we'll go... Uh, We'll go to one of them. We'll figure out which one. I'm, I'm rather fond of the thought of going to Arkansas because I haven't done that one yet. I've been to the Florida event. And I haven't been to New York, but I've been to a lot of them in the Midwest and that kind of stuff. So, eh, Kadoha sounds cool. Well, and Kadoha it is just, a really good event. Yeah. And it is just down the road from the Crater of Diamonds. Yes, that right. that would interest my my wife very much. Why well, I'm out detecting i'm quite sure my truck will be gone and somebody <laughs> be looking for diamonds because that's her favorite thing to do and the girls found let me tell you she's found some emeralds that were cuttable and had stuff made she got an eight carat amethyst we had it made into that is eight carat pear shape the amethyst that she found and moss agates and gold uh she i'm out panning and running a uh suction dread she comes back she says look at this hands me a nice beautiful piece of course with a solid line of gold through the whole middle of it and i looked at her and i went you got to be kidding me and she That's found awesome. it laying on the on the rock bed and that was in california wow and it's just like all right i i'm packing up you just walk just bring me gold <laughs> right <laughs> 
So she likes that kind of stuff. That's right up her alley. Yep, going. We got thousands of dollars worth of equipment out here, and I don't need any of it. Just walk and find it. <laughs> yep. So anyway, Debbie, have safe travels. We're looking forward to seeing you. you on August 5th on there with your new beast. And yeah. thanks for coming yeah. on and me hounding you to get on, and I appreciate it. And it answered a lot of people's questions on a lot of things. So have a yes, great night. I'm going to back out of here. Stay safe, everybody. Thanks, Josh. Not a problem. Thanks, Josh. Bye-bye, kiddo. Bye. And thank you for taking the time to be on. We know your schedule is definitely very hectic, but it is very much appreciated. My pleasure, Josh. All right. Well, uh, hang in there with me for a minute, Debbie, and we'll get out of here. For everyone else, obviously, Debbie from MindLab, a lot of information in the episode tonight. Go back and listen to the archive if you missed something. If you don't understand something about the competition, you can always email MindLab through the uh, landing page for the Masters of Mental Competition Registration. Uh I believe it was events at mindlab.com, but check the page just to be on the safe side. Until the next one, have a wonderful evening, folks, and we'll catch you on another one. <laughs>